What's going on, everybody? I just wanted to let you know real quick that the HyperFocus Masterclass is officially live. We put a ton of time and energy into this project, and based on all the positive feedback so far that we've received from students, it's it's, it's pretty awesome. Seriously, we're, we're really psyched on how it all turned out. If you're interested in learning all the habits, rituals, routines, systems, processes, frameworks, and more that you know helped me turn my ADHD into a superpower to get out of massive debt and build a $70 million real estate portfolio over the past 10 years, then you're definitely going to want to head over to beyondtheapex.com backslash hyperfocus and check it out. All right, let's get to the show. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Amplified Impact. Today, it's going to be a pretty quick hitter. I want to talk about a post that I made about a year ago and how it's still pretty damn relevant today. The post, the the, the meat of it was something to the effect of there seems to be an awful lot of entrepreneurs out there who have never actually built a business and a whole lot of investors who have never actually invested and a whole lot of thought leaders who do not have an original thought. And the impetus behind this post was the fact that in the social media, it's so easy to posture and say, like, put it in your byline. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a, uh, an investor. I'm a thought leader. Like you see this all the time, but what does it really mean? Like when you get start getting behind the curtain and looking underneath the hood of the machine of like, okay, what kind of businesses have you actually built? What have you actually invested in? What thoughts have you actually had? And this is, this is frustrating because I see a lot of new um, entrepreneurs, investors, and thought leaders that, you know, one day they have a lot of originality and thoughts inside them, but they're trying to find the shortcut to building an audience. And this comes up a lot for us as guests reach out to come onto our podcast, Multifamily Investing Made Simple. And a lot of times it's so easy to posture in front and like present this beautiful website and this nice one sheet and then... Um, you go and you look at their social media and like, oh yeah, this looks legit. But then when you start peeling back um, the covers a little bit, you start to see like, oh, there's no substance underneath of this. In case in point, a guy reached out earlier this week to come onto the podcast and I did a little bit of digging because I didn't know who he was and I don't want to take that as a, a sign that like that guy's not anything. Like he could just be a really badass dude that I've never heard of. And so I was doing some digging and I, I went to his blogs and his website is like beautiful, but it was the blogs that like, set off a, an alarm bell because I was looking, I was like, man, this guy's written a lot of blogs. Like there's like 50 blog posts in here. And I was going through, I'm like, these are great titles. These are fantastic. And then I realized what it was. See, I know this, there's other group, this education community. What they do is they help new real estate investors um, build a thought leadership platform. They build a beautiful website for them and then they give them 50 pre-made blog posts. And I know this because I've seen these blog posts in on multiple people's sites now. And that really chuffs me because, yeah, on the one hand, what you're trying to do is accelerate your SEO presence, right? Like the more words that you have on your website and the more targeted those words are, the more likely that people, when they're Googling what's a REIT versus a syndication, that's going to pop up on Google, right? And that's what they're trying to game. They're gaming that system and trying to present um, that they are a thought leader in the space. And it just rubs me wrong because... All you've really done, if you're paying somebody else to create the thought leadership platform for you, which is effectively what you're doing, then you're just a commodity. There's nothing unique about you. And for me, thought leadership at its core, and I think regardless of what business that you're in, you want to establish a thought leadership platform, whether that's for you individually as like the face of the company or for the company itself. Like the company is a thought leader in the space. You can't do that by just regurgitating or having somebody else write the thing for you. You can't outsource 
thought leadership. See, thought leadership requires originality of thought. And originality is an act of creation. You can't just buy it. And if you can buy it, then you're a commodity. Now, here's the thing I want to encourage everybody that's listening to this is that you have a unique perspective to you and to the world. And if we could just find a way to get your voice and amplify it and get it out of you and, and share it with the world, I'm sure that you have what it takes, the originality, the creativity, the insight, the perspective to be a thought leader in whatever space that you're in. But it's hard and it's not easy. It's not quick. It's going to take a lot of time and effort and diligence because thinking is one of those skills that unfortunately we weren't really taught how to do it in school. We were taught how to memorize and regurgitate, but we're not necessarily how to think original thoughts. Hey guys, I love, love, love that you're listening to the podcast. I truly hope it's bringing you just a ton of value. But if you ever wanted to check out the video version of these podcasts, then you should head over to YouTube. You know, they're going to have more effects, more visual stuff like that. And that, that can help the message sometimes just hit a little bit different and, you know, reinforce the, the lesson in a better way. So you can check that out. It's completely free. Go over to YouTube, search for Anthony Vecino. It'll pop up. And if that's not what you're into, then cool. Just enjoy the show and let's get to it. Now, I want to share... For me, the, the most impactful activity I've ever undertaken to help me become a better, more clear thinker is journaling and active writing. The active writing, and you guys have probably heard me say this a million times before, but I'll keep saying it. Writing is thought made physical. And funneling your thoughts through the pen, through your fingers, through the keyboard, whatever it is, forces you to coalesce like the chaotic jumble of thoughts going through your brain at any given moment. And wrestle them into something hopefully cohesive and comprehensible because a lot of times we don't really know what we think on a topic until we've actually really grinded it out and put that thought onto paper so all that's to say is I, this 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 podcast episode is getting a little weird and a little bit out there and i'm not really sure how to pull it all back in but for me Recognize that if you are going to become a commodity and outsource the building of your thought leadership platform, you're only fooling the people that you do not want to be fooling, right? Like you're not fooling the other actual thought leaders in the space because they're going to look at what you're saying. They're going to look at it and they're just going to say, nope. And that's what happened to this poor gentleman who reached out to come onto our podcast. Maybe if he had come at it more authentically and actually had built his own thoughts and I could see it and, and say like, this guy brings a unique perspective. I want to dive deeper into that, but he didn't have a unique perspective I d or maybe he does, but I don't know what it is because he outsourced it and he paid for somebody else to, pr to present it. So the veneer of this person's brand isn't authentic to who they are. It's just something that somebody else created for them. It's a cape. It's a, it's a costume that they're wearing. The most effective thought leadership that you can build comes from you taking off that cape, taking off the costume or the uniform and showing the world you and your vulnerable self and your naked, unbridled thoughts, whether that's right or that's wrong. Because a lot of times we make the mistake of thinking that we need to water down our thoughts, our perspectives, our insights on, on our industry, on our business, on the world at large, because we're afraid that's going to alienate people. When in fact, when we're trying to be everything to everybody, we are in fact nothing to everybody. So you have to stand for something. You have to alienate some people in order to get to the people who will love you. And those are the people that you want to be doing business with anyway. So all that's to say, don't be outsourcing the most critical task of all, which is thinking, creating your own thoughts, 
generating them in a way that you can share with the world that can affect change, that can bring the people into your tribe that you actually want to have into your tribe. And that's the end of my rant. I hope that this maybe, hopefully, I don't know, put something into perspective for you if you've been wrestling with a similar concept of like, man, I want to be further along in building up my audience, my thought leadership, my whatever, my social media accounts, but paying for that, like paying for followers, paying for likes, paying for blog posts, like it doesn't work. It does not work. It And these are just numbers. They're just vanity metrics anyway. Like 2000 followers versus 20,000 followers. Neither matter if you have zero engagement. If you have 200 followers, but you get tons of engagement, bam, that's winning, right? So let's just end it there. I hope that you got some value out of this, guys. I know it's a little bit ranty. Thank you. I appreciate you bearing with me. If you think that you know somebody in your life who could get some value out of this episode, maybe they're paying for some thought leadership, they're paying for some followers, and you're like, hey, cut that out. Knock it off. Go send them this episode. Hopefully, they'll get a little bit of value out of it. If you don't know anybody, you don't have a friend, you don't have a brother, you don't have uh, you know anybody, any coworkers that you think would get some benefit out of this, then go leave a review on iTunes. And that's going to do it for me, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Hey, real quick, guys. You already know I don't run any ads on this because I want to keep it like a really awesome listening experience for you. But I do have an ask. I'd love it if you could just help me spread the word so we can help more entrepreneurs, creatives, and high performers just make more money with less stress and more fulfillment. So the best way that you can help me do that is by reading, reviewing, and sharing this podcast. Like the single thing I ask of you is please just take 10 seconds to drop a review. Seriously, it would, it would mean the world to me. And more importantly, it may just help change somebody's life. So thank you.